Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, this is Ghost Light. <laughs> I'm Lena. I'm Chase. And we're here to talk about Dock Street Theater. Yes, we are. Which I'm pretty excited to get into. It's a pretty fun one um, in South Carolina. But before we get into that, how are you, Lena? How's your day been? Um, It's been good. I'm good. I kind of just hung out this morning. It's Saturday. Well, well when we're recording out. this. Yeah, it's kind of gloomy. Um, I just laid in bed and watched a documentary about Scientology. Um, <laughs> it's an average Saturday morning. And drank some coffee and ate some rice. Mm, How about you? That sounds like a good day. It's been good. I'm very tired because I got a puppy mm-hmm. and she's eight weeks old. A little baby. So she's, yeah, she's a child, baby, infant. And so... We woke up at 3 a.m. together. We went pee and poo-poo together. <laughs> and then <laughs> we like tried to sleep a little bit more. And other than that, I've just been like hanging out, exercising her so that she sleeps through these recordings, which I'm feeling pretty um, hopeful about. Hopefully not naively so, but... She's doing good so far. Aww. Yeah, she's under. She's by my little tootsies cute. under the desk. She's so cute. Aww. I'll put a picture of her on the instagram at some point like our story or something i probably honestly will do it today and announce the new episode mm. um anyway our animals respect yeah. the set the set respect the set <laughs> daisy and ahsoka respect the set <laughs> we officially have our ghost light mascots so we Aww. should get little ghost light bandanas from them i wish the merch shop had like pet merch wait, too wait can't we just do that yeah. Oh my God. We can for sure just yeah. We can just upload it to like get like a little small pet Wait, bandana. That's so fun. It'd be pretty. Cute. We should get a little costume of a ghost of a ghost light. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like little like light bulbs on stands. <laughs> um, no, but it'd be cute. We should honestly look into that. We should. That's so. That'd cute. be cute. That's so cute. Seeking. I have just put my little ghost light sticker on my laptop. Cute. Have you bought anything from the merch shop? No. Fake fan. <laughs> I will. I Fake just fan. Keep forgetting. <laughs> Um, should we just get into it? Should we just jump in and head straight to Charleston? Yeah, let's Charleston, go to Charleston. South. Let's hop on down. Uh, hop on down. Uh, and, by the way, hmm? P.S. I like your yes. hat, your beanie. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Folks, you. he's wearing you a lovely beanie. It's just a black beanie and it has a symbol of the Empire on it. Oh, from Star Wars. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars logo. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh. By the way, Mandalorian continues to amaze. It's so incredible. It's so good. Okay, I'm. I want to watch the first episode and see. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, and I like Star I do Wars. Thing- I mean, I like the other old. I've only seen the old ones actually. I haven't even seen any of the new movies like that they've made. You literally would love Star Wars. It's just like so good. It's so. I think you'd like it from like a political and like anthropological perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like it's like modern day mythology, and you like yeah, mythology, I, true. and mm-hmm. it's literally the same mm-hmm. thing. It's like it's like these like Shakespearean dramas, but they're also like mythology. There's like a whole mythology to it, so it's cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I know they. I've heard that that a lot. That it's like very Shakespearean. Yeah, you should Epic. honestly just at least start with Mandalorian because it's so it's so digestible mm-hmm. for like a non Star Wars. Okay, person. and is Baby Yoda in that one? Yeah. Okay, so like we support that. We support. We stand. And second season again, it's like. He's so he is he's pulling no punches. So cute. Yeah. He's like whoever cute. created that. I know. And what's funny too is like they filmed seasons one and two at the same time. And 
it's just interesting to see the way that they use Baby Yoda because they're using Baby Yoda and like what I like about it is like it's not like they filmed season one and then Baby Yoda blew up and now like season two he's like more of a star. It's like the same consistency if that makes sense like the same formula they mm-hmm. used in season one they're using in season two because they recorded all at the same time like free of everyone's like feedback and like yeah yeah right you know what I mean yes totally anyway so um hopping over to Charleston South Carolina the Dock Street Theater are you ready I'm ready Red it's eye. a beautiful theater it's really beautiful it's in the it's in Charleston's French Quarter and so mm-hmm. it looks like this like it looks like um this beautiful like New Orleans style mm, nice. um yeah with like this, white like, oh yeah and like the balcony out you know out front with like the oh it's so pretty it's so pretty it's really actually beautiful i know i, I know i said you didn't have to look any pictures on this script but if you did want to go <laughs> if you did want to google dock street theater it's gorgeous everyone do it um, with us yeah actually do it go ahead oh yeah so pretty Isn't very it so new orleans pretty? with the, that balcony on top yeah, yeah yeah i love that yeah it's gorgeous i want to go here like high um, it's like a second store balcony yeah 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 describe it it's so pretty the inside's pretty spooky looking but it's still pretty i mean it just looks like old haunted. <laughs> just, yeah yeah <laughs> like a haunted um, theater <laughs> yeah it looks very yeah very that so it, it should be a good one to cover um oh also leah pre- prepared today's script Yay. so thank you leah um it's such a fun one so i'm excited okay <laughs> Let's get into it. So Dock Street Theater opened in Charleston, South Carolina, February 1736. It was the, okay, so we have to acknowledge it. February 1736. Do you understand how old this place is? It was the first building in America to be designed solely for live performance. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, cool. I mean, it's, it's, it is, it is really cool. First venue. I I think it's probably the oldest theater we've covered. I mean, this is crazy how old this building is. Wow, that's cool. The early history of the building is not well documented, but most believe it was destroyed by the Great Fire of 1740, which destroyed countless other buildings in Charleston's French Quarter. In 1809, the Planters Hotel was built on the lot of the old theater. Leah writes, even though the building itself wasn't a theater, it couldn't get away from its theatrical roots. The hotel often housed some of the city's theatrical troops, including an actor named Junius, Junius, excuse me, Junius Brutus Booth. Who was John Wilkes Booth's dad? Oh. Kind of weird, right? It's kind of cool. Yeah, because John Wilkes um, Booth was an actor, right? Uh-huh. That makes yes, sense. Yes, he was. Okay. And, oh. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that, like, that it burnt down but and, like, it turned into a hotel, but, like, there was still, like, the theater energy was in there with, like, actors staying in there. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, like, a cool point that Leah included in the script. And it's just the bad energy feels like it's already building. I mean, because... Uh, because okay I'll just say it. okay so part of the lore of the building so this isn't like super confirmed but the like the legend goes and the lore goes that Junius Booth attacked the hotel owner and almost killed him after a performance which if that's true the bad the bad blood in the Booth family is <laughs> really <laughs> unparalleled like I mean violent violent family um so again I guess that it's, makes it's sort of the lore, dad but... was violent oh yeah in that way yeah yeah, and Leah said, "How bad did his how bad did his performance have to be to make him try to kill someone?" Yeah, and how fucked up is the Booth family? It's it's um pretty dark, and so the dark energy in this building is sort of like planted uh, from its very beginning, not only with the fire, but with this reported um, killing of the hotel owner mm-hmm. by Junius Booth. Wow! During the Planter Hotels, okay, wait. Also, did you hear about American Horror Story? No, I'm gonna completely div it. I'm so sorry to everyone, but American Horror Story season ten. Oh, no. I just saw a promo thing, but I don't know what it's about. It's 
an anthology series. So each episode is going to be its <gasps> own thing. Oh, cool. Oh, and that's also, God, I think, how he's different. able to get like all the original like actors back. You know what I mean? Like Fun. so much of the Yeah, because they could just do one. Crew is coming back. One episode. Yes, because they could just do one app. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. It's gonna be oh, good I love because that, American actually. Horror Story is like is like good, but it's not right, right. And right. so like when once he just has to do like one episode, it's gonna be like so good, such fun self contained episodes. I'm so excited. That's cool. I like just like that idea too. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, also like when you think about it, like didn't Jessica Lange came back for like one episode mm-hmm. in the last season, right? Or like one of the I don't know one of the ones like she like Apocalypse. she just came back for an episode. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. So it's like I think maybe that was like this that planted seeds for him to be like oh wait like people are down to come back if it's just for an episode not for like yeah if they like restructure it kind of because it's kind of losing steam and like or has issues to begin with kind of yeah and also like literally i'm sorry i know some people like american horror story but i'd say like it's not really like mainstream anymore to like love american horror story and it's like it's everyone kind of like likes like rolls their eyes at it because it like it's the train that won't stop in a bad way. So <laughs> I'm glad they're rebranding and I think it's going to be wonderful. And I'm like very, very excited. I normally, I haven't been excited about American Horror Story anything since Hotel. So, yeah. or Roanoke, actually. I liked Roanoke. Okay. Anyway, so back to the story. <laughs> um, during the Planter Hotel's heyday, the hotel was a common meeting spot for wealthy men who would come to drink, gamble, and solicit prostitute- prostitutes. Planter's Hotel later fell into disrepair. Instead of being demolished, however, it became a Depression-era Works Progress Administration project in 1935, where it was refitted into a theater once again. Hmm. Uh, the Dock Street Theater had its second grand opening in November of 1937. And it hasn't been refurbished since or redone or anything? Um, no, it definitely it definitely went under... Actually, my next point oh. is... Um, <laughs> That the building went under another grand remodeling in 2010, and now it's fancy as hell. The National Park Service says this about the theater's architecture. Quote, the silhouette of its wrought iron balcony against the spire of St. Philip's Church may be the single most photographed spot in the city. End quote. And it's beautiful, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, With roots dating back to pre-American revolution years, you know this place has picked up some ghosties along the way. Mm -hmm. And that's fucking wild. It was pre-American revolution. Yeah, right, right. Wild. It's so This building lived through the fucking revolution. I mean, you know, burnt down. But still, it's just, it's cool that there's all this. (laughs) Burnt down. As every fucking theater has burnt down. It's like insane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you ever watch um, that show? I can't ever figure out what it is is or granted i've only talked to people and no one knows what it is i haven't done like i haven't like researched it but um it's this show on that was on pbs kids about the american revolution and it was like these teenagers like that lived and were like spies in like during was it a cartoon yeah it was a cartoon oh i kind of remember that i kind of remember that i feel like blake would really remember that he was like a big kpbs Mm -hmm. kid Okay, well, um, I'll let's see. write us what wait, it wait, is, let's, and let's I'll just look Google it. Up. it. American oh. Revolution, <laughs> KP, that's why the KPBS Kids cartoon. Oh, bitch, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never really what was watched it, it. It was called Liberty's Kids. Liberty's Kids. Oh, yeah, that Liberty's was fun. Kids. Hell yeah. Oh my god, I remember this. I remember the animation and like the style. Yeah, really, right, really right, well. Right. I used to watch that oh show. God, so I loved funny. PBS. What a deep cut. It's such a good. It was such. I mean, is a good network. It's still around, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their kids' programs are like, but yeah. 
Oh my god. Oh yeah. See, because I remember, I remember seeing Ben Franklin. Like I remember Ben Franklin as a character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, he was fun. In a and very just, like, distinct learned, It was like you learned like history, you know. But it was like yeah. adventures and stuff. Anyway. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool. Work. Okay. <laughs> so that was the history. <laughs> yeah. Hauntings. Hauntings. Okay. So. So generally speaking, guests of the theater have claimed to feel cold spots, see ghostly shadows in the rafters, and see apparitions on the stage. There are two main ghosts people claim to see. The first is the aforementioned Junius Booth, who people claim to see as a full-body apparition, or as Leah abbreviates it, an FBA. And it was so funny because like, when I was reading the script, I was like, what the hell is an FBA? <laughs> like, what is an FBA? And then I was like, oh, it's a, okay. a full-body apparition. Um so okay, so Leah mentions that this might be a stretch. The the you know the the idea that Junius Booth is haunting this theater because Junius didn't have first of all Junius. Yeah. Can we talk about the name? Junius. Can we talk about the name Junius? Um, what's that drink? What's that drink? Julius um, Orange Julius. That too. Oh. It's like a cold like Southern drink, and it's like served in like a Moscow Mule glass. Ju- uh, oh yeah. It's a cocktail. Um, julep. Juni- Mint julep. Ju- mint julep yes thank you okay so actually not related at all and doesn't even sound like juniors <laughs> <laughs> but you guys my brain is like so fried i have not slept in a week since adopting this since adopting okay. this dog oh god okay Junius did not have super strong ties to the building other than staying there occasionally when it was a hotel and he died in and anyways he died in kentucky miles away so it's one of those things where Leah's kind of like, you know, a little dubious and rightfully yeah. so about Junius hunting the theater or, or that. So she, what she says is she says, my personal theory is that people are really seeing, are really actually seeing an FBA, but it's just not of Junius. She says, I think people might be attributing whatever ghosty they see to Junius since he is a bit more well known. Mm-hmm. Could just be an FBA of some rando who died there in the 350 years of history of the building. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I think about there's- a lot of, of these things sometimes. Like if there's like a, a character kind of that people like a ghost, like like we've had like the captain yeah. who like they attribute like all these stories to like this one figure. And I think like yeah. sometimes that isn't always the case. Like, like it's just random people that they like attribute to a certain ghost, you know, right. but sometimes Absolutely. I feel like it's probably just like different thing, like different spirits. And yeah. And that makes sense because like who wants to hear a ghost story about like a random Joe Schmo? Like they yeah. want to know, they want like a fun story about like John Wilkes Booth's dad haunts this yeah, theater. Right, so they're going right. to kind of like lean towards that. And so then anything weird they attribute to him. Right. Well, this is a full body right, operation, true, true, remember? True. So an FBA. But, but it also still. makes me think of, no, totally. I completely agree. <laughs> yes, it is weird. It's, it's definitely, that's suspicious. That's weird. <laughs> you know what that's from? It's Cardi B. Okay, that's no. fine. I'll send you this video. She goes, that's suspicious. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, goes. the other thing I was going to say too is I remember when we were at Chapman, people, I don't know if, have you heard these stories about people hearing or seeing a full body apparition in our theater? No, I don't think so. In the Walmart. The Walmart theater. I've heard yeah, like no, creepy someone, things, but not full, not an FBA. Not, <laughs> no FBA. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, I forgot who it was. It was an, it was an upperclassman and he was like, and he was like, um, he was like, oh yeah, I was standing, I was standing backstage and I saw this person lean over. Um, the, okay. Stay with me. Ready? Uh huh. Stage left, house right, uh huh. backstage area, <laughs> closest to the street. 
there's like the there's like the little like workshop area downstairs and then if you there's like an upstairs area that goes to like storage and other like and to get to the catwalk and stuff brilliant yes okay we haven't been there in a long time. So I, I was like picturing was it work. in my mind. <laughs> Mental math. <laughs> I know. I saw I saw your eyes like roaming the screen. Um, but anyway, uh, so he said that he was backstage and he saw a full body, an FBA. And it, it was like standing on the stairs, sort of leaning over, looking. And then he chased it up the stairs and it like walked, walked, walked up the stairs and turned the corner to like where like the lights were kept. And then it was gone. It wasn't there anymore. <gasps> So, okay, so the the reason I tell this story is because, like, for us, like, for us Chapman students, that was just, like, a ghost in the theater. Right. But if we had any, if we had, like, any cool history of, like, let's say John Wilkes Booth's dad working at that theater, then we would probably just say that, that was John him. Wilkes Booth's yeah, dad. Yeah, right, exactly, right, Because right, it's right, fun. Right. It's more fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just yeah. like to note that... I walked up those very steps every day for the hot Mikado when I was teching it and I had to throw, walk on the catwalk and throw (laughs) confetti at the final number and they like wouldn't give me a like bucket. Like I had to carry or like (laughs) receptacle. So I had to care. I had to like get two big handfuls of confetti and walk up to the catwalk and just wait stand hover over the stage i'm watching like everyone in this final number and just wait for to throw the confetti and always because it's just in my fists it like little pieces would fall before they were supposed to like on chase and like our friends dancing because you were in this show and i was just like i would always just laugh so hard up on the catwalk oh my god it was great I, i remember there was like one night where we it was like we were, you know, we were well into the final number, but it was not, the confetti cue had not been called. <laughs> and I remember we were like dancing on stage and like, there was like this, I noticed like there was this one little confetti, like stray confetti just fluttering down. <laughs> yeah. And I remember looking like, I glanced up as like quickly as I could during the number. And I just saw you sitting there with these, in your clutches, <laughs> holding all this confetti, trying not to let any drop. It's so dumb because it was like, it was so preventable. Like, and also normally I feel like if there's a confetti call, they bring up either, I mean, first of all, either it's like a confetti cannon or you would, they would send you up with a bucket. I know. I don't know I why they didn't give you a bucket to put I the know. confetti in. I, I just did it because it was like a big thing, a big bucket. Like, and then you would, yeah. I just grabbed it from below. And I guess maybe I never also said, can I have something to bring it up with? I don't remember, but I just remember yeah. standing up there <laughs> with like fists oh. full of confetti for so long, like waiting for the queue oh my god oh, what a that show is so so good what a show Nightmare. what a show okay also i will say too last thing about junius booth's fba reported fba even though he didn't like spend that much time in the theater and dad in kentucky i do think that there could be like again more of a residual haunting where residual hauntings in my opinion don't they don't need to like die there for there to be a residual haunt because like like we talked about mm-hmm. a residual haunt is more of like an imprint on the atmosphere yeah, I see. I'm a little so I like still don't so like know so if Junius, but if Junius is like there and he sounds like he had a hot temper and he had like a moment or like had like a strong emotional tie or like a a lot of re- repeated behavior there, then I guess that could leave some room for a Junius residual FBA. Here's the thing, I just don't know if I if I I can see that like energy or something is stuck because of a residual haunting and that like a weird thing might happen but it's hard to believe that like a full body apparition would happen Mm -hmm. of a person who didn't 
die there, but maybe that they can go. May, I mean, who? I mean, who knows? But like, maybe they can go anywhere. But it just like I feel yeah. like majority of like things I've heard about ghosts is that they haunt where they died. Yeah, but that's different than a residual haunting. I know, but could it be a full body apparition as a residual haunting, or is it just little yeah, like it, weird I mean, pieces could. of energy kind of that are stuck? It could. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I do. I do. And I think it's a little bit of both. Like, for example, like, oh, bitch. I mean, we're like not even talking about the theater at this point, but yeah. <laughs> there's really good stories here. So we'll get to um, basically in Blake's, there's this there's this little shop in Blake's grandma's hometown. And they used to have like a family business in this little hometown. It's like a tiny, tiny town. And basically the his grandma was visiting this new store that was built in the old, like it's like the old business that they used to run and they used to live upstairs, his grandparents. Mm -hmm. And then they moved and the business moved and a store is taken over, right? So grandma went to visit the store. It's just like a cute little tchotchke sort of shop. And she came in and she was talking to a woman and there's like a bell on it. It's like a resale shop too or something, like some sort of it, like you can bring in things. And there was a bell on the desk and it just started sliding across the desk and they just watched it. Sl- and it's a heavy bell and it was just sliding across the oh. desk and they're just looking at it and they were like, uh, and then I think they knew that it was like, it was like, I think it was her dad. So it was like her, Blake's like great grand. Anyway, the point is they knew it was like someone who like lived there and helped run this company, right? Helped run the family business and lived upstairs. And he apparently he was like a very orderly person and very like, you know, keep things like neat and clean. And so, that in that situation, I don't think he died there, but a residual haunting can be an FBA, but I think it can also be like like things moving, right? Yeah. It's like the residual energy, like the imprint right. left is like this being over here and this being over here and things being neat and orderly. So I see what you're yeah. saying. And I do agree that, that that's probably honestly most of residual hauntings. Yeah. But I also think that if you leave an imprint on that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, nobody knows. Yeah. Ghost rules. Ghost rules. We'll, we'll rent out the ghost rules from the library and we'll catch up on what they are. <laughs> no one knows. Okay. Now, get ready for the second ghost because she is... Your fave? Yeah. I think she's my fave. I think she's my fave in like any episode we've ever done. Um, her name is Nettie Dickerson. Okay, already legend had <laughs> Legend has it. She was a country gal who came to Charleston looking for excitement and love. She was 25, however, which was well past the typical Mary marriage age for women in the mid 1800s my age (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh and she was really poor so she had trouble locking down a man though she was very intelligent and beautiful people just didn't see such an elderly woman (laughs) as marriage material oh my god oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah okay so so what she did is so she started working as a clerk with a church because like people people really like were rude to her because she was 25 and like this spinster apparently who like wasn't married at 25 and like didn't have a lot of money and people were really like sort of like nose up at her and treated her like crap Mm -hmm. and so she started working as a clerk with a church and actually became friends with the priest but over time she was like dissatisfied with even that like she didn't belong there like she that she could never sort of fit in with high society or even like the clergy in the church so she quit her job she spent all of her money on one gorgeous stunning red dress and marched down to the planters hotel to start working as a prostitute she said Mm -hmm. all these people like treat me like crap and like i can't hold like i can't hold down a job everyone looks at me like a like some like weirdo so i'm just gonna go spend all my money say fuck it get a red dress and be a prostitute make some money that's 
incredible. I'd love that. I mean, so, I mean, not that she was treated poorly, but I just, I think that it's a kind of a cool reclamation for her. Leah says, what a 180 and career choice. Am I right? (laughs) From like a clergy, (laughs) clergy person to a prostitute. Uh, So she was popular with men and saw many clients at Planters Hotel and just to shove it in everyone's faces. She went to church on Sundays. So she was a prostitute, but she would still go to church on Sundays and be like, yeah, bitch, I'm fucking here. Like, you guys don't accept me, but I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm here. You know what I mean? That's great. Yeah. She's just so cool. Yeah. If she was ever given a dirty look by a former customer or his wife, she would audaciously confront them in public. Unfortunately, over time, her lack of discretion with regards to her clients made people afraid to employ her services. Mm. And eventually she found herself without customers and completely penniless. Oh, dang. Because she she would kind of like tell everyone. She's like, oh, yeah, I slept with Mr. Johnson. (laughs) Um, Nettie had finally met her breaking point and one night she went to the second floor balcony of planters hotel in her red dress in the middle of a storm her priest friend saw her on the balcony and tried to reason with her Her and convince her to come back her priest friend like the what like her like she made friends with the priest like when she was in the clergy he saw her and tried to reason with her and convince her to come back to her job at the church and but she dramatically said you can't save me and even more dramatically was struck by lightning and died on the (gasps) balcony of the hotel Wait, but was she going up there? What was she going up there to do? I mean, I I think it's implied that yeah. she was gonna, yeah. So anyway, she she. The point is, she just ran up to the balcony, and oh the priest God. is trying to like get her to calm down, and she screamed, "You can't save me!" and got struck by lightning. Okay, but that's kind of bad. Like it's kind of that's amazing. what I'm saying. Yeah, though. like yeah, what a like, way to go too. Like rip, yeah, exactly. Like in rip your fabulous Nettie, red dress, time, and you just get. Period. Screaming at a priest in the rain, <laughs> getting struck by lightning in your red prostitute dress. That, if that's not the way I go. <laughs> so, and then um, other people do tell the story differently, though. That she, some people say that she accidentally fell off the balcony or that mm. she took her own life. Mm. Um, but Leah says, I like the lightning version. And I think we would both agree with mm. that. Either way, she met a tragic end, which may explain why her spirit stuck around. Guests claim to see apparitions of a lady in red floating down the second floor hall. Isaiah Nesbitt, a foreman working on, on renovations in 2008, reported seeing Nettie every day before work. Creepily, some people who have seen her face up close describe it as zombie-like with wild eyes and a horrific expression. Mm. And Leah says, listen, if I got struck by lightning, I probably wouldn't look that great either. No, see, and this is what I would do too as a ghost. I'm telling you. Just scare the crap just, out of everyone. Yeah, and just like fuck with people. But again, I wonder if you choose, get to choose what you do. I don't think you do. I think it's a karmic thing. I think it's, I think it's right, a karmic but thing. But is that decided then based on your, what you've done? You know what I mean? Like based on your karma or whatever? Mm, I don't know if it's Are as conscious. I mean, I, I hear your something? point and that makes total sense. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. My personal opinion of it is more about like, it's more of like an energetic like universe thing, right? Where it's like, if she goes in this like super agitated state and gets struck by lightning and it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, like dead, mm-hmm. like in like that such like a agitated state, then that's kind of how she's going to come. Like that's how she's going to be energy. like seen again. Yeah, her energy. Exactly. So it's maybe it's not like necessarily the soul of Nettie is walking the theater, but like her energy, that energy yeah, right. was like so high energy that it's like it's imprinted mm-hmm. on that building and it's just there and it's sense. there the way it went out. That's good. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I know I keep bringing up um, <laughs> ghost rules or whatever, but 
That's what we're going to do, listen. By the end of this podcast, we're going to, I think we hopefully will have come to somewhat of a conclusion on what the rules are. (laughs) Oh, also another thing too that I wanted to talk about was like ghost, like apparitions and color. I feel like I've never, I feel like Mm. I rarely hear about or see apparitions that are in color. Do you know what I mean? I feel like they're like misty, gray, clouded, white, Except they're clothes. Blue. A lot of times. Right, right. But I I mean, there's some people who see apparitions, um, FBAs specifically, that say that like it looks like just a human being. Like at the birdcage, there's people, employees that say like, that they they see an apparition and it, it looks like a fully just a person standing just there like in a regular clothing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It's cool to think of a ghost in a red dress because I, I've never I it's hard it's also hard to imagine like a ghost in like such a vibrant color. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've seen that in like movies and stuff. And like shows. Yeah, but yeah, totally. But I guess yeah, not like, like real accounts of people. Right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like I feel like all the real accounts and stuff that like I've watched and listened to, like describe ghosts as like mists yeah, and right, fogs right, right. and like mm-hmm. white That's sort of apparitions. I just feel like maybe like maybe the energy has to be like really strong to like to appear as like an actual human like yeah right with yeah. like depth and color, color and, and like stuff. saturation and mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway whether it's Junius, Nettie or other spirits who haven't passed on from this earthly realm haunting the Dock Street Theater you might get a little more than you paid for if you see a show in Charleston. Love it. Love it. Love the dream. Love the dream. Love the dream. Um, okay, great. Oh, should we give context for Lerve the Dream? Maybe. <laughs> this is such a rambly episode. I hope everyone's enjoying the ramblings. Anyway, Lerve the Dream, some legend and lore from Lena and Jason's <laughs> friendship. Uh, basically went to, we went to Las Vegas to see Lady Gaga in Enigma. And basically we got off the airplane and like the first thing we saw was an ad for a, a Cirque show called Lerve, Lerve, well, I don't Lerve? know, Lerve, L-E-R-V-E, right? L-E-U-R-V-E, whatever. It, but it looked I like Lerve. I think it was French. <laughs> yeah, basically it looks like like in our like sort of like jumping off the plane sort of states of mind and eyes, we saw L-E-R-V, Lerve. And then it says like the dream is the subcaption. So we both looked at it and we thought it said Lerve the dream. <laughs> like love the dream. <laughs> like love your dream. Get that dream. But Lerve. So anyway. So we say that still. <laughs> yeah, we go Lerve the dream. Uh Good okay. <laughs> so now on to our bonus segment, which Leah has called the spooky special. Mm. And this is kind of a cool superstition that I haven't really, I hadn't heard of. And it's a quick one, but it's, it's interesting. It's the three lit candle superstition. Have you heard of mm. it? Yeah, it's, I hadn't, I hadn't either. But basically, um, it is said that having three lit candles on stage is very unlucky. It's it's also said that the person standing nearest to the shortest candle will either be the next one, next one to get married or the next one to die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Leo was like, talk about a crapshoot. Yeah. <laughs> I just think talk it's so funny. Wait. <laughs> Can you imagine being the person standing next to the shortest candle and be like, okay, so I'm either getting married or like I'm dying. <laughs> Whoa, weird. I mean, wait, is it just... Three candles. What if it's four? I think, well, this will explain it. This will explain it. Um, The origin is a little bit murky, but most think the superstition came from the olden days back when theater was lit with candles and torches Mm -hmm. and not electricity. Unsurprisingly, many theaters, as Lena and I always talk about, um, burned down during this Mm -hmm. time. 
Um, the superstition may come from a desire to have as few open flames as possible on stage. So the superstition started out as more of a health and safety thing, if that makes sense. So it's like, it's bad luck to have more than three candles or like three candles are more lit because your theater is going to burn down. And so I think that's like kind of like the legend and like the, the history of it is it kind of just started out more of health and safety. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Makes so sense. to answer your question about like what happens if you have four, I think it would just be even more unlucky. Right. Basically, don't have candles don't have on your candles. stage. If you're gonna have, if you're gonna have any, try to keep it under three. <laughs> I think it's what I'm getting from this superstition. Or just use a mechanical or whatever electric candles. Yes. Um, yes. Don't have candles on your stages and don't have candles on your Christmas trees. <laughs> okay. PSA. I don't know. Do people do? No, that I don't still? think anymore. There's no way. It's wild. I don't know. Oh, I can't. I'm so devastated. I'm not going to get a Christmas tree this year because of the puppy. Oh, she'll ruin it. She'll terrorize Christmas. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so the original Dock Street Theater isn't the first theater that we've talked about on Ghostlight that's burned down. So I think the superstition is definitely a practical one. Theaters are unfortunately pretty flammable is what Leah says. Um, She also writes, okay, good. So even Leah's um, going on tangents in this script, which is great. So we're all, this is just like episode of tangents. Um, Leah says, also side note, during a youth theater production of The Diary of Anne Frank that I saw as a child, an actress caught her hair on fire from lighting a real menorah on stage. She was fine. Luckily, there was real water on stage too, and her hair only burned a little, but still. Leah says that pretty much convinced me that no amount of candles are a good idea in a stage production. Oh, yeah, no. That'd be so scary. Whoa, so scary. Woo. I don't think I've ever worked on stage with no, fire. No, me either. I've worked, I've had shows with candles that are electric. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't put yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I guess I get it because it is like an aesthetic thing. Like if you it's were looking vibe. for a specific Hamilton thing, did yeah. it. Oh, did, oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm sure it, it can burn. be done like safely. Oh, yeah. But like you have to have if like you have pyrotechnics or something on stage, like that can be, you right. know, so you can kind of do anything. Okay, great. Okay, great. So that kind of just like wraps up this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I think it's a fun, I think it's a really fun sort of like nugget of a theater. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's just like, it's just like, it's like, oh, I can leave now knowing that's like a good little story. I don't know. Yeah, it fun. just feels very like self-contained and like quaint. It's a good story. So yeah, that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and feel free to check out other CTC podcasts as well. And if you would like to further support our podcast, please rate us and leave a review on whichever listening platform you use. Also, we finally have a merch shop set up, which is very exciting. Oh, yeah. And should you find yourself wanting any ghost like clothing, totes, stickers, pins, and <laughs> as of this episode, maybe pet clothes. <laughs> Pet merch. <laughs> we can only we can only eventually. Hope. Um, then check out our Instagram bio for the link to our shop. Finally, be sure to follow us on Instagram at GhostlightCTC. And should you have any spooky stories you would like to share, whether they're theater related or not, feel free to send them our way to GhostlightCTC at gmail Thank you so much for listening. We love you, and Thank don't you. forget leave the light on. Bye.